Hey, y'all. So, <laughs> y'all know I'm emotional, but I promise you, I have tears in my eyes. Like, <clears throat> it is what it is. So, um, for those of you who know, I li- was listening to OG, one of the OG content creators, and um, I, I promise you, she has changed my life. She continues to give us so much things to kind of help us elevate and understand things. Whatever she believes in, may Divine Mother bless her soul. But you were probably in there with me um, listening to what was even more good news to me um, in terms of like the Goldman Sachs Goldman Sack, um, initiative of investing $10 million um, into, no, no, $10 billion, $10 billion into $1 million, um, black women and I decided to search look into it myself and so that's the screenshot that you're going to see on the thumbnail and y'all I I this is to all the people out there that still believe in f black girl magic you know this one is absolutely for you because it's one of those things where we have to fight so hard this narrative, right? I talked a little bit about you get to a point where you realize that there's it's it's programming, right? It's a software system that has been running for so long in our society. And it's a tragedy when if you're a Mac, you know, versus a Dell and you're running software that's made for Adele and you're a Mac, it should it should create some type of a problem. Like why would you start to attack yourself, right? Or or just listen, I I um I'm not in a place where I can read off of things, so I'm just recording from my phone from where I'm at right now. But from the little bit I can remember you know, I love this for black women. I love this for our young ladies. I promise you the narrative is out there, you know, that we have to continue to fight it. Please don't accept this narrative that we ain't ish, that we're, you know, do we, and and, and if anything I don't know to what uh, how what is what are the odds that someone that would be considered a you know boom boomquisha or bonetta would gravitate to this specific podcast but I'm telling you rise baby rise like the phoenix rise come back stronger than ever because I get it we get beat up from all sides right but I want us to take this initiative and run with it, right? Like, aim for the moon, land on a star. Absolutely. This is a, a something to celebrate for me. I'm going to try to uh, remember some of the talking points that they said. So, they understand, Goldman Sachs understands that, um, and even when you start to understand, like, even on the insurance sector, you kind of understand how banks work a little bit too, excuse me, they're not going to, 
<laughs> just throw their money around. This is based on research, okay? And this is right up there with they're willing to bet their bottom dollar that these stats can come into place, right? So one of the things they said is out of this initiative, they will be able to create anywhere from one to two million jobs. I love that for us. I love that for us. You know, one of the things we were learning um, and has been getting reinforced, this is financial literacy work. April is financial literacy uh, month. Um, we were reminded, I think for those of you who were with me earlier last week, um, we were listening to a, po- a video by, her name is Jewel, and she was reminding us the, there's a square that's in the book uh, by Robert Kiyosaki, poor dad, rich dad, and in it, it has, you know, the quadrants, and you want to be on the right side, right hand side of the quadrants, so on the left hand side, it's employee and um, self-employed, um, and then the other one is where you hire, your goal is to get to a place where you can hire 500, at least have 500 employees and be able to invest in such a way that now your money is making money for you. And I just love that model so much because you get to a point where it's not just about you anymore. It's about how can I hire 500 people? How can I hire 500 High school graduates, young people, mothers, fathers, aunties, daughters, sons, cousins, you know, how can I create a hub where I, and and this is so beautiful because there was a a book and I'm only going off of what I know from the title, but that would be a good book if you're interested in this type of thing is called The Athena Code. And it's um, predicated, I like to use that word, (laughs) it's predicated on the um, concept that co- companies that are run by women are the wave of the future and people in those companies thrive. Those companies thrive because of the um, way that women run institutions, right? There is the nurturing, there is the collective, there is, you know, building and propping each other up looking out for each other. I've I've shared the example of um of how when when we had the collapse with the SVB bank, Silicon Valley Bank, the all the head honchos, predominantly men, took out their money knowing that the money, that the bank was going to collapse, paid themselves promotions, took out their money and let the thing collapse. But one of the people that they hired uh, that they that they interviewed, that the news interviewed was this woman. And so her thing was she hired, she had a company of women that were helping other women going through things from, you know, parenting, family, women's health. And she remembers when she got the call for from one of her investors, her initial thought was, I cannot afford to let my employees, you know, place this uncertainty. I cannot, there are families and women and children and families that are depending on me to protect this money. And she went into action. 
got in there and was able to to move the money because she said, this mission must go on. We serve a purpose. There are people depending on me. I have to make this happen. Right? And they took out their millions of dollars and protected it and protected their, their job, their the people, their employees. And it was so interesting to me. The But that's kind of like along the premises of like Athena Code. So when you talk about, and, and this has been, you know, I'm glad that this is there to counteract the, you know, F black girl magic narrative because there are, we do have, we're, we're not monolithic. All of us are not ratchet. All of us are not hood rats. All of us are not boom question, boom, boom, uh, bonnettas and boom quiches or whatever. There are some of us uh, amongst us that love um, to strive for excellence, okay? We value community, right? When you ask little black girls, I've noticed this over the years, when you ask a little girl what she wants to do, myself included, okay, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a lawyer because I want to help the black community and I want to help people and I want to make sure that they have justice and but when you ask little boys that, it's like, and, and you might have some that want to help the community, but for the most part, it's, I want to be famous. I want to be known for this. It's very individualistic. And even when you see what happens, I think predominantly in the, in, in the athletic field, it's, it's like, don't ask me for anything. And I, I do, I am respectful of like pocket watching. I think the more I make, the more I kind of see like a, uh, People like to pocket watch, but in this day and age, you have just as much ability to make just as much as me and or more. There's actually a, a video I want to watch right after this. Um, and it's a young lady. It, it, it's really interesting to me. Like young people are able to collapse so many timelines. Um, and so she put how she it's titled. The video is titled. Um, and I don't remember the, the channel, but. Just to kind of give you an idea, and it's it's a young lady, so she says how I went from broke or zero dollars to a million dollars in one year. And I was like, yes, I'm so happy for her. Such proud auntie energy because I'm over here talking about, y'all, I'm 24 months in. In 36 months, you could become a millionaire. I'm just trailblazing. No, the baby girl was like, listen, I was broke 365 days ago. I'm already at a million. How are you doing? So if anything, I can go and learn from her. You know what I'm saying? But so one of the stats that they put from Golden, Goldman Sachs is that is going to help them create $1.2 billion, $1.2 million jobs, right? Between 1.2 to 2 million job, um, jobs for people. When you start to think about what that's going to mean for our infrastructure, you know, um, one of the things I talked about with this 4th of July means something different to me because I start to understand and it's not, I really want to make this clear because uh, sometimes when you put out content and you're not able to cover everything the best way, and I was talking so fast, um, I when I say that I have pride in terms of how we made America, I do not want you to associate it with how black men have been saying it. I'm thinking of it in terms of like 
when I think of how much the black women have contributed from in the fields, in the homes, you know, um, and raising children and, you know, while their children were at home and, um, I have to sneeze. So I probably sound funny. Is it going to go away now? Of course it's going to go away now because <laughs> I feel myself preparing for this sneeze and it makes me sound nasally and funny, but I feel like I don't want us to be stagnant the way that they are and kind of like, oh, we helped build it, you know, 400 years ago and we haven't done anything since then, right? I li- And I talked about the example of um, this woman that Biden was talking about in one of his speeches um, just earlier this year. And he was giving accolades to this black woman who is a welder and it's her and a, a team of women who are on these skyscrapers hundreds of feet above ground just creating the most beautiful architecture thing that things that we can be pr- proud of, about right and so for me this 4th of July means to me like celebrating everything that black women have done and what we are about to do I'm telling you y'all I <laughs> Let's show them what we got. Like, give them a good run for their money. Like, it's one thing to say made in America. It's another thing to be like made America. So these women are going to be out here creating jobs. And when you think about what it means for the infrastructure, just that that pride that you can have, I think, here. I have mentioned before that I am disappointed with so many companies that sent their... um their their jobs overseas, you know, Ford being one of them, that 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 put such a, a grind in my gears so much because I'm like at a time when people needed jobs here, you shipped the jobs over to other third world countries so you could get labor for pennies on the dollar when we need you. That that really grinded my gears. So I really like the idea of us creating jobs here in the US for our own communities. There's a there's a the podcast after this one, I'm going to um show it's a little f- um funny message I was driving behind this truck. Um uh th- and on the truck it says um it had the the US flag and it says love it or leave it. You know, like very much for the passport boys type of a thing. It's kind of like listen, there's there's so much pride to be have in our contributions and where we're going and absolutely grateful for the opportunity. I trust that it will not be squandered. I look forward to celebrating, you know, more and more because if we have uh how many I think was it like 1 million women, 1 million examples for our young girls to show black excellence, you know? So I'm glad that we're going to have 1 million examples to counter the F black girl magic narrative and to counter the black women ish and to counter the F black excellence narrative. I'm happy that we're going to have 1 million more examples of that, you know? And the other stat that they gave was um, they will be able to generate... I think was it from between 30 to 50 or is it like 20 to 50 billion? No, I don't remember the the numbers right off the bat. Um billion dollars 
Uh, I should have gotten to the stats while I had while it was still fresh in my memory. But you're gonna see it on the thumbnail. Billions of dollars, right? In and the the sectors that they're focusing on are from healthcare ladies are healthcare. Freaking love that, you know? Um, especially when you talk about what it means for even in 2023, we still have the highest um, deaths when it comes to pregnancy, you know, um, still fighting. Some Sometimes our, our, our children are growing up in food deserts. Unfortunately, a lot of it has to do with there's so much crime that companies don't want to stay in those um, areas. Because when I started to research like the cost for refrigeration, which is the, what makes the difference between having a regular, you know, just dry food store versus a grocery store and the insurance that's associated with it, plus, you know, loss of lives and, and high high theft. And it usually, usually takes a grocery store or a store anywhere from seven to 10 years to make profit. So if you have high crime rates, a lot of th- thievery, um, crime, you know, it makes it hard for you to have turnaround profit. And I think that a lot of times we underestimate that they're really doing a service for us. And we it's, it's on the community to try to protect that, those grocery stores, as opposed to just letting our people like destroy them. So, but I say all that to say, like a lot of our children are growing up in food deserts. So it has um, repercussions when it comes to their, to being able to eat healthy, Right. Another interesting thing, too, is um, this this can get really deep, but there there's actually there were actually engineers who deliberately would put like freeways and um, highways and create like pollution hot pockets in poor countries intentionally and deliberately. And they would make they would engineer the freeways to be so low that trucks couldn't deliver goods in and out of there so it kind of kept them isolated and um it's crazy it's wild so I'm glad that we have ways to counter that narrative so the sectors were from like healthcare which I loved um retirement um education was another one right um so the more educated our young ladies become the more they can go into these specialized careers you know like AI, technology, um, medical type things, law, right? Government, politics. So I'm super duper freaking super califragilistically enthused with this whole thing. It really, y'all, this is, I, I really needed that because, um, I just want to celebrate that with people moving forward Hey, by all means, if you are a small business owner, check them out. Check and see what their criteria is. And it strikes me as, you know, uh, I'll I'll probably circle back and look into it. Um, Right now, at the time I'm recording this, it's Easter Sunday. And it's one of the first days. California is sunshiny. But today, even though it's 3.05 p.m. I'm contemplating if I should go put on the, the AC, but once I turn the AC on, I'm not turning off for the rest of the the summer. So I'm just probably going to look at the weather and see um, if we have some more rainy days or cold days, but it is hot and <laughs> it makes me not want to move around very much. But 
Um, I probably could circle back and we can look and see what the criteria is. I think one of the only concerns I have is if they have components of financial literacy in there. Um, but in either event, you know, if you want to start up your business, check them out. They strike me as resourceful. It kind of reminds me of some resources I came across when I was um, in the insurance sector like three or four years ago. And I came across all of these different um, hubs and resource centers. They All they want to do is just help people. And they have so many workshops. And if you even need to go in and have them help you fill out like the applications and figure out which paperwork you need, I get the sense that, you know, if you show up, then they will provide you with the resources and help you step by step. But yeah, and so remember, we've been talking a little bit about how Last year, was it last year, you guys remember the the transits and what was going on astrologically? It was saying like, this is the time for you to um, think about all of the things that you, if you had the opportunity to have a business and to do the mission that you feel that you were here for, what would you do when you would start to write down your business plan and develop it? And this is kind of like um like that further push like hey did you did you do that business plan yet have you dreamed something up yet have you put something together yet cuz divine source is providing a means to fund the mission that you were brought here you know sometimes i think that we kind of bash each other about um i guess using other people's money this is what the wealthy do um respectfully i'm gonna mention on this lady's channel um angels with friend just within the last two days at the time i'm recording this she was talking about how she had inadvertently found out that there is a um a category for people who make upwards of like i think is it like you have you have to be a seven-figure earner right and Seven-figure earners are provided all these opportunities like zero down payment on houses, zero down payment, um, and zero interest on your cars. Um, HISA, which is something I had learned like maybe a week before her, before she mentioned it again, which is high interest savings account. So it's it way supersedes the 0.01% that they give you for your savings. And it's like... I I think that a lot of us sometimes we have unhealthy narratives surrounding um wealth accumulation legacy but I I eh, I could argue that some of it is kind of biblical in the sense of like how we are called to to refine things you look at the example of Solomon eh you know some things you you, you I have learned to take good from everything I've taken good from just about every movement I'm I'm in I've been in and some of them I no longer you know I'm a part of or believe fully in but there were some good takeaways that I had from there so I say all that to say like it, I think that on a grander scale each one of us have a mission and um 
what better time to be alive than for you to to have the opportunity that even your ancestors may not have had or may not have been afforded to and i talked about how in the last podcast when you know it, it was that was such a beautiful moment for me too that's going to be one of my favorite podcasts the moment you realize that you know i've talked so much about how i have this playful um idea of what it meant like for me to get my assignment from divine source and I imagine if it was divine mother but you know I just right now it's just kind of like a orb of light I don't know that some people will say it's a man some people will say it's a woman you know type of a thing but I get to the pearly gates and I'm like okay I'm I'm here for my assignment and I'm probably a little bit bored and I want a challenge and you know, the way that I imagined it is kind of like, I could imagine it being, she being like my mentor, because my mentor, she will give you a project, but she, she knows that if she tells you outright, like she, she has to let you go through it. And you think you're signing up for it. Like, she'll be like, okay, you want to learn how to love yourself. You want to learn how to, um, have your own value. And she's like, okay, you're definitely going to have to be a woman. And then I'm like, "Mm, okay, I mean, that sounds good or whatever. And then I'm like peeking over her shoulder. I'm like, but what's this one? How come you didn't tell me about the black woman one? And she's like, and and so there it's black and, or the joke was just black. Right. And so it's like, Oh, and she's like, no, 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 baby girl. That one's like, really difficult because you're going to be getting punched up, down from, you know, up, down and all around. And, you know, you're going to have to fight 10 times harder and type of thing. And so here I am. I decided to throw some dubs on it and come as a tall Amazonian woman on top of it too. I wanted all the dubs on it. Okay. And, um, get down here. And then here I am at this whole age and you hear it on my podcast where I'm like, oh, when you get to that moment that you realize Mother Divine has a sense of humor because you signed up to be what you thought was a black woman or just a black woman. And then what was right alongside it in like disappearing ink that she is laughing at me at this moment with is that this assignment was for you to find out that you were more than just a black woman, right? So with that, you have to introspect a little bit and you have to figure out that, you know, everything that comes with that, that you have to get to a place where you love yourself. And then when you get to a place where you love yourself, now you can get to a place where you can reach back and and do what your true mission is, right? Whether it's to help other people. Show an example. This is why I really, this means so much to me because, you know, I cringe when I think about every little black girl that has her like the F black girl magic um, narrative. I absolutely believe that it is so important to have examples of what excellence means. All of us are not excellent. I promise you, like one day I will show my picture of my first grade picture for my yearbook. And you, you're going to tell that little girl, F black girl magic, what would I have strived for? Because that little girl in that first year, first grade picture, you can even see the light in my eyes. And my mom had put me in those little pigtails with a little purple blazer with some stripes 
I, I think I was missing my two front teeth. I'll, I'll pull it for you one of these days and I'll share it with you. And when you're seven, those are called the enterprising years. If you study child behavior and psychology, um, those ages from like, I want to say from like six to eight are called the enterprising years. <coughs> and those are the years when it's so critical to put examples in front of children, you know, um, this is what you can strive for. This is the possibility. So if you shoot down like the Michelle Obamas and the lawyers and the astronauts I've, I've talked about on this website, the women who have done, um, uh, uh, grown their businesses in medical, excuse me, in fields and engineering and in architecture, um, there was a, somebody had done a podcast or a video on one of these women breaking the, it was like the, not the Herculean code. Um, and they're young. So I feel like, why would we shoot down those examples? You know, the idea is to bring us from the bottom to be a, an inspiration and to give us something to strive for and to know that it's possible. I know that even growing up, for me, it did help for me to have people that I could look up to. And um, representation, I promise you, it really does matter. That's why I cringe so much when people say like F black girl magic or type of a thing. And, and I keep circling it and reiterating it because... Like I said, just like every community has its, its you know, rednecks or pendejos and, you know, lower caste or um, redneck, trailer trash, or I don't know, I guess I call them like, every, every society has its, every community has its lower tier people, but you cannot bundle them all up into one. All communities are not monolithic. And I think that that's part of the problem with the black community too. So when I hear like even in particular black women say black women have harmed me. Yes, I have too. I have too. I've had, you know, that one or two black women that tried to snipe. They tried to sniper me out, yo. They tried try to take me out but I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like white women haven't done it um I can't say I, I can think of any Hispanic people that have done it I've had Asian people like an Asian woman physically assault me um at the the real estate office that I work out of um she was laying hands and feet on me and this is within one so within the last four years so I'm a whole grown entire person um uh, obviously, you know, I think white women more so what, what, white men, they, when it comes to, to labor, they just know that they want to use you for labor, but I wouldn't say that there's so much trying to get me fired or do the catty stuff. But with white women, it's like, they want the labor, they want the control, it get, it gets catty. And then when they're done with you, they want to pull the rug out from you like time and time again or just chaos, a lot of chaos. Um, but 
I don't usually have, um, I haven't, haven't had any problems really with Hispanic women. Um, not that I can think of off the bat. <laughs> they usually just mind their own business, are friendly for the most part, have a sense of community. Um, I might not necessarily be included in their community, but they're not trying to like, you know, take me out or anything like that. But, um, but as I'm closing out, y'all, this is so important. I, I want to find a way to celebrate more of the examples of what's good and what's out there and the business models and all of the different opportunities. Uh, I want to again encourage you, you know, I have been prompting you a little bit and a part of it is is my fault too. I'm looking right here at my Wealth Code Oracle deck and I have entrepreneur decks and stuff that I really could and should be pulling <laughs> um, for you to be to be an auxiliary um, resource, a spiritual resource or uplifting resource with the Oracle cards and stuff like that. Um, but I remember we talked about this last year. We talked about the astrological transits and I was like, y'all, you may not have all the answers right now. Maybe not even all the answers for the funding. But if you feel like you were here and you have a mission and for the most part, if you're on my page here, identifying as a divine being, then you, there's a part of you that believes that you're, uh, you know, you have a mission. So the cool thing is, it's like a lot of the times we don't even try to feel out what that mission is because of funding. And so now this makes it possible. And this is why I feel like it's so, it's so important because I can't wait to, to get in a better position to be a person that's funding people. It won't probably won't be as big as Goldman Sachs, but I look forward to giving people like funding whole projects like a hundred thousand, one point five million. And as long as I have the breath and if I'm on the same trajectory that I am now, that time will come. You no, know, not not two billion or ten billion, you know, but and not like Beyonce where it's like ten bill ten million and she's giving each entrepreneur a million each. Maybe over my lifetime, you know, it, it can be done. But I feel like this is why it's so important to you get to a point where it's not just about you and your income anymore. We could be selfish and say, well, I have a roof over my head. I'm driving the car of my dreams. I'm wearing the clothes that I like. I'm not a burden to society. My kids are taken care of. Their college funds are set. Their first house is bought. We'll have hedge funds for the grandbabies. And then you just sit back and chill. But the rest of us kind of understand that if we generate currency right? Currency to help other people reach their mission and our overflow helps them. That's, that's what we're supposed to do. But, and and so if you need the help for the mission part of it, check them out, you know what I'm saying? And then think about that, that part of how do you scale it to grow it from you being self-employed to hiring people. They're one of their goals. It sounds like if, if you're going to do reverse engineering on it and look at it from back to forward, if they're putting the statistic is that out of this initiative, you're going to create one, one to two million jobs. How can you take that, the quadrants from Robert Kiyosaki, rich dad, poor dad, poor dad, rich dad, 
and move yourself from being employed to being self-employed to how how can you take your mission and grow it to where you have more employees or up to 500 like dream big draw up that business plan reach out and like I want to believe that they have resources and counselors there that can help you get there right you have something special in your heart a dream in your heart don't be afraid my thing the only reason I haven't gone is cuz I I haven't really I'm more of like a Oracle. I'm just gonna. That's the best way I can explain myself. Is is I'm not. Did I just say just an oracle? <laughs> Let's not use that language. Don't do that. Don't do that. But but and so, I I probably could reach out right along with you and figure out you know how to scale myself and my personal development to reach more people and be of assistance. I have like a couple books that I literally have on my laptop that I just have to finish writing them. And I think I know that they will be a help and type of a thing. Um, and so I don't know. Let's let's check it out together and see. But outside of that, I don't have like an actual product. I have byproducts that eventually can be. I, I've talked about like uh, it's even y'all like just to have fun with it because I'd love to be in the water a lot like swimsuits. <laughs> And stuff for tall people and stuff like that, too. But I, I really could just have fun with it. And if the funding is there and that those are just material things. But I, I think that there's stuff I'm not mentioning that are more esoteric or like metaphysical. And it would be nice to just have, um, you know, have people that love to do that component and can run the business. I just have to come up with the dream part of it. Right. But. Um, we will definitely talk about this. I, I promise you this, this was so much needed, um, for me and for my soul. I'm so grateful and thankful and I'm excited for what this means for the future. You know, because even when I was thinking about it, I kind of felt like, um, for black women that it would be, I'm all playing with something I'm saying. It would be kind of like we're the last of a dying breed or um, the last of the Mohicans. Um, I remember reading that book, you know, when I was, I loved to, to read when I was uh, younger. And so it was at my grand aunt's house, actually. And I was sitting on her leather couch in the second, like the second living room kind of area and she had the book there and I just read it and but you know if we're going to be creating jobs 1.2 to 2 million jobs and in all these different sectors there's a little bit of longevity there you know and there's there's things that we have to I think that will I like to use the word be exorcised out of this because in the process of you completing your mission, there there are going to be men who are going to be saying like, oh, well, she got this funding and she has a business, so now I'm going to marry her. That that came up. It's kind of like they didn't see the value or your beauty. You're, you're just a resource to them. And that's something that you're going to have to, you know, um, flush out and flush through, you know, but the same thing can be do- done with family and friends. You know, I see it a little bit too in my family 
Um, I have that one cousin that only has written me like three times and it was every time to ask me for a PS, a PlayStation 2. And um, now he's asking my parents for it because, you know, he thinks that they have money. And, and this is over the course of like maybe 15 years. So he's a whole entire adult you know, but they know we have money. So it's like, he's trying to connive how to get a PlayStation out of like my elderly parents. Listen, I learned this from my mom. Anytime you want to start messing with my parents, I'm going to rub it in your face. They're elderly. My parents are fine. They are (laughs) running around here, living their whole and best entire life. Y'all I can't with these two, but, um, But I say that to say he's out here trying to finagle my senior citizen, elderly parents for a PlayStation. And my mom was, (laughs) ah, if I told you what she did. Anyways, so, but, but, um, so, but yeah, so there are going to be personal development things that come with it. Um, things that have to do with self, self self-esteem. One of the big, uh, another big one, and again, this is from the OG content creator, is validation. Y'all, I have been sitting with that word in ways that I don't think I would be able to if I was working a nine-to-five. And when you start to just allow that word to marinate and you start to look at how people move because of the need for validation and how much it influences us, and I think particularly as Black women, Oh my gosh, that it gets deep. Like I've talked about how there's been other words where I'm like, okay, the word for today is accountability. The word for today is like personal growth. The day for today, word for today is mission. You know, and we'll stay on it for like a day or two, you know, best case scenario a week. But that that word validation, I think it's going to be something that I'm going to continue to just, because the way that I work is I, I look for patterns. So when you start to look at like what government is telling us or politics is telling us or healthcare or retirement or insurance and, um relationships with friends with family with the opposite gender and you start to weave that word validation in between everything you start to it, it starts to um I don't know, it just kind of opened up like a a whole other, um, I would say like a whole other plane for me, right? Because it's, and understand I am analytical, so I'm going to absorb it from all different angles, from up, down, and around. A little bit of that has to do with my human design. You've heard me have that inner understanding about how I operate, and then when I started doing the birds <laughs> oh my gosh spring is here y'all <laughs> so um yeah so that that's how I look at things and I I um like even though I'm doing it right now too I I scan you know, up and down and like try to take something that somebody tells me and I look at it across the board on different things. And so sometimes what can happen is I'll be like, "Mm, 
nope, that doesn't hold water in these areas or whatever, what have you. So, you know, hence the F black girl magic. <laughs> right. And and the funny thing is, I, I hope that part of what you hear, you get from me talking about, like me understanding myself more, I want you to be unapologetic about you and yourself and learn yourself more, what triggers you, what what inspires you, how you communicate, how you perceive things, um, you know, and, and that will help you kind of navigate through life a little bit more too. But, and I've heard people say before, like when people say like, um, Virgos can be petty, I can, I can absolutely see that because... And and then what makes it worse is it's combined with my Scorpio sun. And Scorpio sun for sure I know is fixed. So we're never really going to let you forget what you said. Like, never. We're never going to let you forget what you said. Now, that being said, like, um, if you ask for forgiveness, then, you know just keep it pushing but yeah so I mean so I, I get part of it like you're, you're probably wondering like listen I might have to just get a receipt of like this whole f black girl magic thing but I think that um I'm glad that that message is not too mainstream I'm glad I caught it but I feel like um I know that that's not the only place that that rhetoric is and so it makes me even more intentional about making sure that um we have more examples for especially you know for 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 our for our children one other interesting thing i i, I feel impressed to say it here too i do feel like black women have a lot of pressure to have quote unquote black children but i feel like there's so few of us that for you to make decisions with your womb you know at this point it's like just live your life in the sense of like if you want to have children, have children. I don't think you should confine yourself to just black men. Um and so that means that the way that the quote unquote black community looks in the future is gonna be different. And it's gonna be different of in spite of whether you decide to birth quote unquote, you know children with another black person and hold out for that but um there was something else I wanted to say too um yeah I just feel like if you want to have children that aren't necessarily just straight up black I feel like that's fine I I think the other word that came to mind too was like one of the phrases I heard was we are we give birth to our praise and our predators, right? To our prey and our predators. So one of the things that women will have to figure out is, you know, if you decide to have children, make sure to give them a fighting chance. And, you know, is that you, if you're going to be gravitating to something like Goldman Sachs, where you want to, advance the the community make sure you're not giving birth to a predator and then if you're having like daughters too I would feel like 
prepare them like that when I heard that phrase it made me think of like on the layer for my niece right oh my gosh is she how do I make sure that she doesn't fall prey to some of the things that's going on in the world around us and that means I have to help her become a critical thinker and to be observant of what's happening around her and empower her to protect herself right um and so I don't know just take that for what it is I'll probably you know how I do I will probably do a follow-up podcast where I flesh out the details for that that part a little bit too but I feel like the reason I want to say that is because with the, um, I think that there's a certain demographic of women who would gravitate to the, you know, pro-black, like Goldman Sachs thing. And then they would feel like they have to continue to perpetrate, you know, having families where they weren't even wanted there in the first place. Because I I guarantee you, and the content creator mentioned it, and it makes a valid point, there's going to be people who are going to be like predators on these type of women, you know, out of a million women, there's going to be a percentage where men are just going to see her as an opportunity to, to come up, you know, and it's at times like that, that you have to know for yourself, like, who's trying to take advantage of you for your money, and for your resources. And to be quite honest, some of the, the content that I've come across, you kind of understand that all men are kind of like that. All of them. I'm not absolving anybody. I do really mean all of them. Um. So, I don't know. That, that That's just an ongoing conversation. Those are things that we can obviously cover in upcoming podcasts and stuff. It's not something, like my mom says, it's not something that's going, it's something that's coming. <laughs> so, but yeah, let me get off of here. I, that, uh, listen, I, I like to think about when it's time for me to check in with Divine Mother, you know, and report to her. And it's like, if I had to energetically in my sleep, submit my report to her, you know, um, I might probably just energetically tonight be like, listen, mother divine, let me tell you what's happening down here. As if she doesn't already know. Right. But I'm so happy, you know, thank you for the opportunity at this time to, for 1 million black women to contribute to society and, to provide examples for other, for the children, um, to create a healthy balance and a healthy infrastructure. And I I will say this too, because let's, the whole Goldman Sachs thing is so interesting to me because we've been talking a lot about how there's like punching up and down and like white men punch down, white women punch down, black men punch down, uh, and black women punch down to their children and or black women punch up to black men and or black women punch up to white women and or I guess white women punch up to white men. But um, it is a little nice to know that somehow, some way there's a turning of the tides where 
there's some company out there and it, it a little bit has to do with validation I think but that there is a company out there that sees the value and for them at this point it's so much more than just a business model it's about making a difference you know giving people a fighting chance and I think that's the beautiful thing about like wealth accumulation and legacy it's about no it's no longer about my Bentley my Rolex my designer clothes my mansion it's about how do I like even in my neighborhood you know we have kids I have god kids how do I equip them to to be able to make an even bigger impact, like a, a riptide effect, right? And so Goldman Sachs, I, I'm pretty sure they have their little dirt too. <laughs> I actually, no, actually I know because <laughs> I, I be in the business a little bit, okay, before this stuff came out. And so it's interesting to see the turn of events where they're funding that, you know, and it helps to, helps the narrative just a little bit more Especially in a world where it can feel like majority of people are just punching down on you a little bit. So this is definitely a shot in the arm. Um, and um, listen, I, I, I used to play basketball. So I get into these energies where I'm like, all right, let's get out there. Let's show them what we got. What time is it? Game time. Whoop, let's go. Let's do it. Let's show them how it's done, you know, and let's. Let's be about it, you know, and continue to excel and shine. And remember, we have little ones looking up to to you. This is such an amazing opportunity, too, in, 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 in terms of leaving a footprint. One million black women, y'all, leaving footprints that are going to forever change the way that this, you know, that we operate here in the United States forever. Because out of that, you know that there's going to be mothers, there's going to be single mothers in there and future mothers. And what it's going to mean for those children to see mommy in her prime. And if mommy can do it, they can do it too. And those are going to be children that are going to have the opportunity to have food on their table, roof over their head, go through the self-development, and learn how to manage the wealth for generations to come. Right? And that that's a beautiful thing. So that this is an amazing Easter Day message. And... Ooh, this is a lot. Like Divine Mother, I'm so excited for what this means. And all the investment properties, all the investment opportunities too, because when you can start to imagine these companies starting to hit the NASDAQ, the Fortune 500, like the SPY, um, I think it's like Dow, when they start to hit those 
their companies start to get listed for stocks and investments, ladies, let's get ready to buy some stocks and stuff from, from these companies and support them. I will definitely do like part twos and threes and fours and fives on this because there's that that's a lot to celebrate. And if that's your thing, absolutely, in case I didn't already get it through to you, check it out and um, check it out and I'll do a follow up. It is too hot today, you guys. Like I'm sitting here. I think I'm gonna go turn on the AC. I'll talk to you all later. Bye.